Hello and welcome back. My name is Steph. And I'm Lex. And this is Chasing Childhood, a weekly podcast where we revisit our childhood favorite movies and video games to see if they still hold up as adults. And today has been an interesting day, everyone. I felt the need to share that (laughs) my niece apparently doesn't like Aerosmith and I have to disown her now. Oh, that's really rough. You just got to throw the whole baby in the bin. You just got (laughs) to throw the whole toddler away. (laughs) Send her back. She, uh, I got a record player for Christmas and I've been collecting a bunch of records. And one of them is Aerosmith, like live in concert that my dad got me. And I tried putting it on today and she goes, Titi, what is this? And I was like, this is, it's music, Maya. And she goes, I don't like this. Can we put on Bluey? And I was like, are you, are you serious right now? She's like, she's like, put on Bluey, please. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even. What was her. the song that like tipped her over? What was the song that made her be like, this is bad? I think it was Sweet Emotion. I was like, can you? That's not? an insult. That's an yeah. insult. Yeah. Wow. It was it was rough. And then she started she started playing on my tablet today, and I'm recording on my tablet right now, and I see little sticky fingerprints like all over the screen, <laughs> and I'm like, this is strike two. All right, this we got a we got a four year old for sale. If anyone wants her, <laughs> sticky fingers and all, she comes with sticky fingers, guys. That's I can't. I can't. But I've been obsessed with Roller Coaster Tycoon all week, so that's my that's my nostalgia for the week, guys. <laughs> Love I that. found out they have an app for like 4.99 and I bought it and I've been playing it nonstop. Do they really? Mhm. Okay, good to know. So I'm going to yeah. be doing that. If I can find a Zoo Tycoon <laughs> one as well, it's happening, right? <laughs> You guys, like we used to have the floppy disks of these games and we would play them all the time on my parents' computer. And now that I have them, I'm going to get nothing done. Yeah. I had all the Zoo Tycoon games and all the expansion packs. I forget. I got them. My dad got them on like eBay. Like he bid like five cents or something on eBay and got me all of them when I was a kid. And I had all of them. I knew all the cheat codes to get mermaids and unicorns. What? All the fun animals and now... I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, you yeah. You unicorns on Zoo Tycoon? You sure could. And you the guys. cheat code for anyone who somehow still plays is Xanadu. And DM me if you want to know how to spell that. <gasps> but <laughs> yeah, I remember all of that. So I'm like, I wish that there was like a way. And I'm sure there is if you like backdoor your MacBook and like make it a yeah. PC from 1998, you can play it. But like, that's a lot of work for me. So <laughs> yeah. And especially now that like nostalgia is so in and nostalgia is coming back like people are starting to be more into it um like for example like beanie babies are worth thousands of dollars now i'm sure that stuff like that is probably worth even more that's so funny i got rid of all of mine because we kept saying for years we're like oh yeah they're gonna be worth so much money and then they never were yeah like i started playing my my ps2 in my room like during quarantine and stuff i found my ps2 and started playing all the games and I remember one of the games stopped working, like the Grinch game that we loved growing oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It stopped working. So I tried to find it on Amazon and it was like 50 bucks. And I was like, what? In Hard what pass. <laughs> In what world is this okay? Yeah. I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt. 
we're relics now. <laughs> yeah, we really are. Um, oh my gosh. Welcome to the Stone Age, guys. Today, we are reviewing a film that we have not seen in so long. This is one of the movies that honestly feels like a fever dream when I think about it. And I can't wait to get into our review because we are watching 17 again. We sure are. <laughs> First, we'll get into some behind-the-scenes info and fun facts about the making of this film. And then, as always, we'll get into our review and discuss whether or not 17 Again still holds up 22 years after its release. So 17 Again is a 2000 American fantasy comedy film. It was directed by Jeffrey Bird and written by Stuart St. John. And as a pre-fun fun fact, 17 Again was actually produced by Boys to Men member Sean Stockman. And Stockman served as the film's composer and Boys to Men made a cameo appearance as the band at the jazz club during one scene. They sure did. I was so excited. Yes, they did. <laughs> I was like, I know that voice. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, I recognize this. What is going on? And then so I looked great. it up and I was like, yes, I love this so much. We love it. So 17 Again first aired on Showtime on November 12, 2000, then on Disney Channel in 2001, and was later released on DVD in 2002, which blew my mind because I always thought this was a decom, and then I found yes. out that this was actually just like a real movie. <laughs> yes, like this movie. So 17 Again, Model Behavior. Do you remember that one with Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Um, my Date with the President's Daughter. And then Wish Upon a Star. I swore that those movies were decoms, and my whole life has been a lie. Yeah, and then you find out that they absolutely are not, and that Disney just, I guess, yeah. bought the rights to show them, and so they showed them all the time. Right. And it was also the era of when Tia and Tamara were so big, and they did like Twitches yeah. and Twitches too, and Sister Sister. Um, yeah, Sister Sister had yeah. just ended, so it's like, of course they're they're Disney, but like, nope, nope. Right. <laughs> Turns out it was Showtime. And I was such a big fan of Sister Sister as well. I was like I so excited when Seventeen again came out. Even though I was only like five years old, I was still like, I need <laughs> to watch this. Because my sisters love Sister Sister too. Same. Oh, so good. So this film stars Tia, Tamara, and Taj Mowry, as well as Hope Clark, Robert Hooks, Mark Taylor, Philip Jarrett, Tanya Lee Williams, and many more. <laughs> so in 2017, again, won Best Work in Progress at the American Black Film Festival, known back then as the Acapulco Black Film Festival, and was nominated for multiple categories at the 2001 Black Reel Awards, with Tia, Tamara, and Taj all earning nominations at the 2001 Young Artist Awards. Wow. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie since the early 2000s or have never had the pleasure of seeing this fun, time-bending film, here's a plot summary written by RCS0411. <laughs> Jean and Kat have been divorced for several years. They are both visiting their son and their two grandchildren, Sydney and Willie. Willie's a genius who develops a formula that makes those who use it young again. The formula accidentally spills into some soap that Willie places in the guest rooms. When Jean and Kat use it, they find themselves 17 again. Willie has to find a way to reverse the process, but will Jean and Kat want to be old again? Hmm. That's an interesting summary because it mentions Sydney all of like one time yeah. and she is absolutely the main character. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, uh, what? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so right. Um... <laughs> 
So let's get into our fun facts. We couldn't really find that many about this film. Right. But I thought these are good. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. So in 2021, Tia Mari and Mark Taylor, the gentleman who plays young Grandpa Gene, who we will get into later, reconnected for the first time on a film since 17 again to play love interests in a lifetime Christmas film called Miracle in Motor City. Wait, was this in 2021? Yeah. Wow. That's so funny because didn't also two of the actors from High School Musical also yeah. meet up again for a 2021 Christmas movie? They like did. Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman. They also met up for it. I love they these reunions, did. like all of these 2021, like we're going to put you guys in a cheesy Christmas movie together. Right. <laughs> like, and honestly, you guys, so I just started watching How I Met Your Father. Oh, with Hilary Duff. Yeah. And it's it's not that good. I mean, I thought How I Met Your Mother was kind of cheesy, but I liked it at the same time. <laughs> so this is one of those movies, th- those shows that's kind of mindless, but I mean, it's right. whatever. But her love interest in the show, Hilary Duff's love interest in the show is Josh Peck from Drake and Josh and I was like this is the crossover I never knew I needed yeah I'm here for it wow we love that I absolutely love it my my inner child is screaming I'm like (laughs) thank you we love Lizzie and Josh I'm here for it we love it we love to see it (laughs) all right and so my fun fact and our last one is that this movie is Tia Mowry's first film debut wow so she and Tamara had been obviously in a variety of tv shows leading up to this and Tamara actually had her first film debut the same year but for a different movie called something to sing about so that came out and then 17 again came out so they both had their film debuts the same year but different movies wow that's amazing and I think that this is also the only film that all three of the siblings were in at the same time yeah which also blew my mind. I was like, that's insane. <laughs> it's so funny because they all work so well together too. Right. All right. So let's get into our rewatch. How much did we watch this as kids? I think I watched this a handful of times. Whenever it would pop up on Disney Channel, I definitely watched it. Right. But what about you? I agree. I think I've seen this probably three or four times when I was younger. Um, I really liked the end part. Um, yeah. When the whole pool just turns bubbly and they turn back into grandparents. I, I don't know why. <laughs> that's the one part that really stuck out to me from when I was a kid. Oh, that's so funny because I think the part that stuck out to me was they used the soap. The fact that it was like the soap is what made them yeah. turn young. For some reason, <laughs> I remember the scenes of like both of them like scrubbing themselves with the soap and then like Ugh. the zoom in on the soap. <laughs> Not like that part, but like the fact that like it zooms in on the soap and it does like the, yeah. mo- the molecule thing like on oh them. Oh my gosh, they went straight osmosis Jones yeah. on it. They were For like... some reason that like <laughs> stuck with me because I was like, I just remember like the zoom in and like... <laughs> Yes, so scientifically accurate, guys. Yeah, yeah, the the cartoon (laughs) molecules all bending. (laughs) The science is incomparable. It is so accurate. It's insane. Yeah, use that in your biology classes. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine this movie actually, like, created something like that? (laughs) Like an anti-aging pill? Um, So, I guess... I mean, let's get into our rewatch, and I'm going to start off with addressing the elephant in the room, a.k.a. the hot grandpa in the room. I was hoping that you would start on this note. (laughs) I have have likewise feelings. (laughs) 
like, first of all, I wouldn't, I will never not be in love with young Grandpa Gene. He was just so fine. And for what? Like, why did you do this to us? Like, why did you have to you pick him up? <laughs> I am getting very warm in here, <laughs> warm and tingly in my belly. And I, I was like, this guy went from being a grandpa to being a zaddy, like in a matter of seconds. He was so hot. And I was very confused by it. I was like, not that anybody in the movie is unattractive. I think Tia and Tamara Maori are stupid beautiful. And they do not age at all. They do not age. They look exactly the same. But it was just like everybody looked like believable maybe high schoolers or people from that time period. And then he comes yes. in like a male model. And I was oh. like, I gotta go. <laughs> He's so fine. Like, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> I remember like him being one of my first crushes like from movies and stuff like actual like person crushes because obviously yeah. like you have you have cartoons that you grow up watching that you're like oh my gosh this cartoon character is so cute like like Dimitri from Anastasia or oh, like, yeah 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 one of mine was Tarzan I used to love Tarzan for some reason and think he was <laughs> so cute um I don't know why a man in a jungle in a loincloth really did it for me, but that's besides the point, guys. Um, me with George of the Jungle. <laughs> George of the Jungle as well, like Brendan Fraser, come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is one of the ones I was like, oh, and it, he's still fine to me to this day. Oh, I'm he's like, still good so good looking. It's dumb. Oh, <laughs> I just, I'm like, can we have a moment of silence? Because, <laughs> ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I'm glad you addressed this first because this was going to be my number one point was just why did they have to make him so fine? Like why? <laughs> He's supposed to be the grandpa. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's why I don't remember much of the plot from when I was younger. <laughs> you were very too busy staring. <laughs> I was really impressed with the way that Tamara embodied the grandma's both yeah. speech patterns accent and mannerisms <laughs> for her whole thing like the whole time I believed with all of my heart and soul that she was the grandmother like there was not yeah. even a split second where I was like oh it's Tamara pretending to be a grandmother like the whole time yeah. I was like that's your grandma like y'all better shape up you need to stop touching right. her like you guys need to show some respect because right the whole time I was like she just embodied that role like there was not a single moment that I thought oh yeah 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 yeah. she's just acting I was like no that's grandma that's grandma right and one of the things I thought was hilarious about this film going back to like the beginning of it mm -hmm. I thought it was so funny I was like in what world like why were both grandparents there like there was really no reason for them both to come <laughs> the same week like there's 52 weeks in a year why did you guys both choose this week to come visit your grandkids? I know. And I feel like the dad was a little shady for not telling them that they were both yeah. coming at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing so hard because I was like, these two obviously don't get along. They obviously don't like each other. Like there had to be some behind the scenes plot of them trying to get their grandparents back together. Right. Barry trying to get his parents back together or something because... um. It was too spot on. I was like, there's really no explanation as to why they both came the same week. Yeah. And then the dad was just kind of like, what happened while I was gone? And right. 
uh, Sydney is like, you just know gonna, what happened. Yeah. And Sydney goes, just life, dad. And then everybody just accepts that. And then they're like, yeah. we're going to get married again. And his new wife, the stepmom, I guess she's just like, okay, let's start planning a wedding. And I was like, so right. y'all, y'all anticipated this. <laughs> you did. Um, she already had the caterers and everything ready. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though, because I I was kind of confused in the beginning about Monique. Um, Barry's the dad. Monique is the stepmom right. um, of all the kids. And I was kind of confused at the beginning because the mom, um, the grandma was like, please call me mom to Monique. And I was like, okay, so where's their real mom? And then like a few minutes in, you find out that their real mom died. And I feel like that's part of the reason why we also thought this was a Disney Channel movie to begin right. with. Because we were like, it's Disney Channel. They kill all parents. Literally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of wish that there had been more of, like, maybe some, like, estranged feelings or, like, some kind of tension between Monique and the kids that she, like, didn't really fit in with them or something. Because we didn't really see her much. Yeah, I feel like there was a little bit of tension between her and Sydney or, like she was trying really hard with Sydney and Sydney wasn't giving her the time of day. And then at the end when Sydney's like, I'll help you plan the wedding. And it's supposed to be like a cute bonding moment between them. But right. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't take the evil stepmother route. I'm really happy with that. She wasn't Meredith Blake to the kids. Yeah, no, she was so sweet (laughs) to them, which I love. I love when they have nice step parents who like actually feel like a parent, you know? Right. The one part that made me really laugh from the beginning is it opens up with Willie, the younger brother, doing his science experiments. Mm -hmm. And the experiment obviously goes awry and there's smoke everywhere. And instead of leaving, Willie's like, what did I do wrong? And stays. I'm like, will you get out of that house? And then he's (laughs) yelling at the firemen when they're trying to get everything under control. He's like, you ruined my experiment. I was like, yeah, he's like struggling against them. He's like, just five more minutes. And I'm like, buddy, the whole place is filled with smoke. Like you gotta go. (laughs) I was like, sir, your experiment was ruined before they got there. Like, can you you relax yeah also wild that he has these screens of these scientists from all right. over the world i was like how <laughs> like it's 2000 so like what is one your your internet at that point and two what is your like collect <laughs> calling to reach everybody i did like the like i feel like it was kind of a callback to the show that he was in wasn't he in a show called like smart guy or something Oh, Um, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. But at the same time, it was like so blatant that these scientists were from different areas of the world. Like one of them zooms in on them and he has like a British flag in the background. I'm like, I wonder where he's from. I'm also Um, like FaceTiming was not a thing at the time. (laughs) Neither was video calling. So like, what? (laughs) It was, I mean, honestly, this film was just ahead of its time. It really was. (laughs) But I thought, I was like, this is totally William's origin story, like his villain origin story. There's no way it's not. Like, plot twist, he mass produces the soap and makes billions of dollars turning old people young again. Um, I mean, it's going to be my villain origin story if I get turned back into 17 again. Like, (laughs) I'll be pissed. Right. I mean, that's only, what, two years ago, guys? We Um, wish. (laughs) but um they the one part where william was like or willie was like they have 15 different lethal chemicals running through them 
I was like, dude, that means that you inhaled 15 different lethal chemicals when all that smoke was going around. Did you not know that you were using all of those chemicals when you made right. the mixture? Like, how did you just figure that out now? <laughs> exactly. And he's like, if we don't fix this, they could die. I'm yeah. like, okay, but you fixed it. But what are the long ter- long-term effects? Like, are your grandparents going to have 12 toes now and glow in the dark? Like, what Ooh. is going to happen? Would not want the 12 toes, but would want to glow in the dark. (laughs) Steph's like, I prefer if I crack my back and I glow. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be so cool, but that's for another time. Like if I'm cracking my knuckles and my knuckles are now like (laughs) party tricks. (laughs) Right. Dude, it just, it made me like the whole Willie plot just made me laugh so hard because then he goes and he like gives Gypsy, the poor dog that did not ask for this at all, a bath. Yeah, there was some animal testing in this movie that was very questionable. (laughs) Call PETA, PETA! But like poor Gypsy, Willie gives her a bath and like he doesn't even wear gloves at first. I'm like, what kind of scientist are you? Yeah, right. Also like how funny would it be if his like hands aged backwards and he pulled like a Deadpool and his hand just comes out like a baby like, hand. He's not wearing gloves so like are his hands okay? Like is he now right. going to age backwards because he's directly touching the chemicals? Right. I was so confused. I was like ugh I can't even. But other than Willie I loved the bickering between the grandparents at first. Yeah. Um, Grandma Catherine was so extra. She was like, Lord, I have walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. (laughs) She cracked me up. (laughs) And then grandpa on the other side is like insulting her during the blessing at dinner time. (laughs) He's like, some of us need more prayers than others. And I was in tears. I really liked how the kids were like watching them back and forth that their heads were like going the stepmom. She was just like, I will be in the kitchen. Like, do not involve me in this. Right. The kids are like, and in this corner we have at 190 pounds. (laughs) Um, I I also love that I watched this on IMDb for free, uh, but it came with ads. So a few of the commercials were for soap, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I started it on, oh God, what did I start it on? I started it on Roku TV channel, and then mm-hmm. I, it like wouldn't buffer. So then I switched over to Amazon, and I could also watch it on Amazon with ads. So you guys can find this online for free, just you'll have ads which is not like the worst thing in the world but yeah it's not the worst but it's not the best yeah (laughs) (laughs) um there I thought that this the plot overall was like really cute in this movie I I remember it sticking out to me so prominently I don't know why I think because it was the grandparents that changed that kind of like changed places because like the only other thing that I can think of that is similar to this movie is um, the Zac Efron 17 again. Right. Like Freaky Friday, but they switched bodies in that movie. Yeah. If you have to think of like somebody pretending to be somebody else in their body. Yeah. Those are the two types of movies. And a lot of the times I feel like when you do this trope where like someone's going back in time and is back in their younger body, um, it's usually a parent. So I thought it was really cool that it was, like, the grandparents in this aspect or in this film, how they kind of, like, they were like, oh, the grandparents are going to be the ones that are 17 again, and it's going to be, like, they're completely out of their element. Um, Right, right. So I thought that was really cool. 
but there was like a lot of parts that kind of made me roll my eyes. I was like, this is kind of cringe. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I, like, I want to see if yours match up with mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, first of all, what in the Malibu's most wanted is with Terrence. <laughs> yeah, truly. Okay. That was the one thing about this that really made me cringe. And I get it. Like the whole joke is that like, he's a white boy who thinks he's black. And so yeah. he uses AAVE and like really tries too hard. Yeah. Just way over the top. But it, it was just painful yeah <laughs> like his scenes it I mean, was he's funny but like cringy. he's painful he's so yeah. cringe so cringe <laughs> there's one part that he was like here's the telly so hang out with the fellas or something yeah. like that and I was like can you not like calm down Slim Shady I can was you very his I one was... friend who like hung out with him all the time I was like do you not have any normal people around you to like chill with like this is your guy this is your boy I mean honestly though like I feel like as a 17 year old kid like seeing someone whose parents are away all the time who actually has a nice house and always has snacks in his house like I'd be I'd hang out with him too I'd be like just rolling my eyes the whole time yeah I was also like what type of trauma does Terrence have that like his parents are never home and just neglect him to like chill at his giant house right that's a side story guys it's another yeah. story <laughs> the spin off for Terrence <laughs> but I also feel like he would just be Malibu's most wanted as like a, a movie I feel like he just grew into being Malibu's most wanted right um, right <laughs> <laughs> looking for my chapstick they goes a phone maverick like that just screams <laughs> Terrence um another thing that made me laugh was that there was really no reason for grandma cat to go to school and like go to classes no, none. there was no reason whatsoever and then she goes for one day and then the next day she's like today i sat in the park all day and thought about you i was also <laughs> like how did they get her in okay. the classes where did she go like and then she doesn't show up the next day was everybody just like where is this girl who randomly yeah. appeared two weeks into the school year and now right. is also like <laughs> is now not coming to class like what is going on <laughs> Right. And I was like, I feel like they probably did that just to show that how out of her element she is and how different things were from when she was when she was a 17 year old. Oh, for sure. But as a teacher, I would have been like, where did this girl go? (laughs) Right. There was no reason for her to go to class. Um, I also (laughs) thought it was hilarious that they're just like out going to all these clubs and stuff. I was like, you're 17. And you guys are underage. You are children. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was hilarious that the whole plan that Kat and Sydney had where um, Kat goes out with the boy that Sydney likes and she's like, we look the same. I'm wearing a black dress. Just like go upstairs get a black dress on and come and like meet us there and then we'll switch right yeah and I was like okay like that could work they are pretty much identical like if she wears a similar dress yeah cool, right and she was like and if he tells the difference anyway like he's definitely not the one for you <laughs> like if right. he can tell that you're wearing different outfits like <laughs> and I was like all right guys like this plan is far-fetched but like it could but, like work, it makes right? sense like it makes sense because I also like that they did that though because yeah uh Sydney says she's like I don't have a dress that's identical to yours and yeah she's like well just put on something black and short and I was yeah. like that's a good way to cover that plot hole because if she had come down in an identical dress I would have been like that's too much like yeah but you guys 
Sydney shows up in like a Catwoman outfit. Like she yes! literally has like leather, a leather dress on that looks nothing like the dress that Cat has on. She's right. got gloves like that go all the way up her arm. She's got like a leather jacket on. I was like, in what world will he not notice? <laughs> yeah. Like he might be a guy, but he will notice that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he will notice if your dress goes from being matte to shiny. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have gloves on, yes, a leather exactly. jacket. <laughs> it was a lot. And then it irked me that like Kat put curlers in her hair in the beginning and then just put her hair in braids anyways. I was like, what I was know. with the curlers? Like, what was the point? <laughs> are we just going to show that she's like old and she uses curlers? And then right. <laughs> I, I just, I don't get it. But when <laughs> the other part that kind of got on my nerves is but i thought it was cute like it's it's one of my favorite scenes now because i love like grandpa jean but anyways so <laughs> <laughs> when sydney leaves because obviously their their switch didn't go to plan mm-hmm. she sees grandma cat dancing with the boy she likes and she leaves um i was cringing so hard because jean and cat go after her And they're like, where did she go? Where did she go? Oh, she had to have gone into this jazz club over here, (laughs) even though she doesn't have any friends and doesn't know anything about this place. Like, why wouldn't she go into the jazz club? Like, you guys knew you low-key wanted to just (laughs) go in there. like, (laughs) Right. And so they go in and they start dancing. And like I said, that's one of my favorite scenes because I love them. They're so cute. But it's just like, they're like, oh, I guess she's not here. Let's just, let's dance together and like start falling back in love. And I was like, right. "Ah." (laughs) Like y'all planned it this way. (laughs) Yeah. I would say the, (laughs) the other two things that kind of got on my nerves was, um, one that the whole reason they broke up was because he went to Australia for a job and then just Mm -hmm. like never came back. And well, it sounds like he did come back. Like he's, he doesn't have an accent. He came back to sign the divorce papers. Yeah. But like he came back, he doesn't have an accent. And then he's also just like available to come visit. Yeah. So it makes me think like he did come back eventually, but like, yeah, that's bizarre, you know? Yeah. Like I said, he came back to sign the divorce papers. Um, What I didn't like was that like Grandma Cat was like, oh, you didn't come back. And then Jean was like, you said you were going to come with me and then you never came. Right. I was like, first of all, like, what? Like, what is happening? This is why you guys broke up. Like, that's it. I kind of wanted something more. Um, Like, she was basically like, you never grow up. You look like now you look like you've always acted like a 17 year old. You act like a kid all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but the reason you guys broke up was kind of like an adult issue. You know what I mean? Like it's, he chose a job over his family and like, it just, it didn't match up to me. I was like, I kind of wanted more from the breakup, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I feel like I needed more fuel for them to like hate each other as much as they did but right right um i also feel like their indifference towards each other was because they love each other so much yeah i think it was like the lady doth protest too much you know for both of them it was like you guys are so venomous at each other but it's because you guys have so many unresolved feelings right so there was that and then also i i thought it was kind of weird that they were like um or that Taja's character, Willie, was like, oh, if we don't find them and we don't find a cure, 
like they're gonna die right and i was right. like we only saw grandma cat pass out like there was no lead up to any of that there was no like oh i feel weird oh my stomach hurts oh like my hands start feeling old again or like there was no yeah. like, gradual thing like all of a sudden she just passes out yeah she's like my head hurts and then like within five seconds she's like collapsing <laughs> yeah and then like grandpa jean's fine the entire time like he literally carries her to the pool well he also didn't turn into a young man until like eight hours after her because she yeah. took the bath the night before and then he did it the morning of so that means he didn't even turn into a young man until much later right i just i was like there's no there's no side effects like you guys aren't feeling anything this whole time yeah um it was just kind of weird. And then at the end, I was like, well, now he, uh, Willie threw the thing, the cure in like the pool or whatever. The pool. <laughs> Made a jacuzzi. Now they added, <laughs> right? I'm like, now they added chlorine to the list of toxic uh, chemicals. <laughs> and like, basically, they're going to come out shriveled and ill now. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Moral of the story, Willie is a murderer. He is. I mean, other than that, there was a, like I said, there was a lot of scenes that I was like, oh gosh, this is so cringe. And then I didn't feel the need for, I forget her name. I think it was Ashley. Um, I, I didn't get like super villain vibes from her. I just thought she was kind of thirsty for Jean and I understood completely. She's an early 2000s mean girl. Like she's the yeah. epitome of late 90s, early 2000s mean girl where she goes, ah, all the time and like is like, stay away from my man and I run this school and all that. But like, I was super satisfied when Sydney decked her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I love when bullies like get stuff like that. Like that's yeah. some of my favorite things. Like, cause I was hoping I was like, please don't make some type of cheesy, like, you know what? I might not be the most popular girl in school, but you know what? I have family or like some <laughs> ridiculous, like a calm down Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. That's just like, I have heart and character. And then the bully's like, Ugh. And then walks away. Like it's I I didn't want that. I was like, yeah. I want violence. <laughs> like I want every time a bully is mean, like and we've talked I about this before. Blood. Like you want the bully to get some type of comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. I don't always advocate for violence, but like sometimes if you're like such a jerk, <laughs> I just want you to like just get yes. just for a moment. Like it doesn't even have to be like somebody fights you. Like I'd be happy if like the banner from the thing like fell on you and you like couldn't get out of it for a second like <laughs> I would be happy with that <laughs> yeah stuff's like if your heel breaks and you like trip a little bit I'm happy yeah like I want I just want like a little bit of karma like just a little right. bit <laughs> um I that was another cringe part though because after she decks her Ashley's like player haters I was like what on earth who wrote this <laughs> like, <laughs> It was so cringy. But yeah, I completely agree. I also understood where she was coming from because I would probably turn into a mean girl around Jean. Um, but <laughs> it's just, it was too much. Like, you got to know when to stop, Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Like, clearly they're carrying an unconscious girl out of the thing. Like, this is not the moment. <laughs> right. Like, read the room. Read the room, um, honey. <laughs> So Mark Taylor, the guy who plays Grandpa Jean, young Grandpa Jean, mm -hmm. um, posted on his Instagram that he wants to do a remake of this movie or like do a, a sequel. And I was like, well, Mark Taylor, if you want to do a sequel, we want to see more of you. So like, can you guys make this happen? I don't even know how he would be able to come back. But you know what? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Willie's still out there doing trash experiments. <laughs> so, like, we need to put it in his toothpaste or something. Like, just right. bring, <laughs> bring Make it happen. Jean back. Like, <laughs> bring him back. Um, Dead. But, yeah, and then at the end, when they're, like, when the dad's like, I'm in the shower, and, like, Barry's in the shower or whatever, they're like, no, dad. I'm like, why Why didn't we get a sequel? Yeah, truly. I mean, we did, but it was, like, the remake that was Zac Efron. <laughs> right. Wasn't quite the same either. <laughs> right. Plot twist. Uh, his experiment turned Tia and Tamara into witches. Twin witches. Twitches. And- <laughs> I was so into Twitches. One day, guys, maybe we'll do that for Halloween this year, but like Twitches was it. It was such a vibe. (laughs) It was like low-key terrifying in certain parts when I was younger. You think so? I really liked it. What, Twitches? Yeah. Yeah. Like the darkness when it like had the face in it and it was like reaching out its hands and stuff. Oh, I guess by that point I had seen Harry Potter. So I was like, I've seen a face come out of the back of some guy's head. Like I'm good. I'm all right. That's like nothing phases me anymore. Nothing can hurt me now. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you have any more notes about this? Because no. I think I'm like I think that's about it. I think, and I think um, we've already talked about what we would change. Yeah, I mean, honestly, some of the writing was just very cringy. It was cringy. Um, it was early two thousands cringe, guys. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. But honestly, like I feel like I really enjoyed rewatching this because. Um, I don't know if it was just because I was in like a rom-com mood today. Like I watched Runaway Bride as well today. And I was like, this is kind of like a family friendly, in a way, a rom-com, but like still nostalgic and a lot of fun to watch and like make fun of and everything. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I did not mind it. Um, I think the acting in it was really good. I think everybody did a great job acting in it, but I agree with you. I think some of the writing was cringy and some of the the things that they would have them do were a little cringy, but they were very, very late 90s, early 2000s. Like when they have Sydney dance on the stage for her like cheerleading audition, that's very early 2000s. That's the whole thing. So there were some cringy things, but it was also such a staple of the time period. It dates this, but like in a good way, you know? It dates it in a way that you're like, oh, yeah, that is so early 2000s. That's a staple of that type of genre of movie. (laughs) And it it makes it, you know, it's the reason why we would watch old 80s movies for the hair and the outfits and stuff. It's like there's certain things about certain time periods of movie that I think they dated, but it's cringy, but in a good way where you're like, oh, my gosh, of course, I can totally put where this was in time. I definitely agree. And one of the things... One of the other cringy parts that kind of stuck out to me that I just remembered was the best friend. I think um, Sydney had one best friend. I can't remember her name, but her name's Julie. One part. Oh, her name's Julie. Her name's Julie. I, I only remember that because there was one part where she's like, and my name's Julie. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, oh, thanks for telling me because I honestly didn't know this entire time. Um, but yeah, there was like one scene we saw her. I think once in the beginning when they're working together and then uh, later in the movie she appears again but she's on the phone with Sydney and she's like sorry I wasn't at school today I like missed so much and then she's like but we're going to the orange room tonight like going to the club I was like so you missed school but you're going to the club tonight like (laughs) in what world like 
is this euphoria before euphoria <laughs> was euphoria? I don't understand. I really liked her vibe, though. I really identified with being the person who's into astrology and the tarot cards and being like, your vibe is off. <laughs> she not even she didn't even say your vibe was off. She was like your voice, like the what did she say? The something in your voice is shaky. Like the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like the octaves in your voice is shaky, and I was like, oh my gosh, this observant queen. But I loved her. At the I same enjoyed time, her. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, why are we only seeing her once? And then she misses school on the most important day, and Literally. then she's like, oh, but I'm going to the orange room tonight. it's like okay okay Um. (laughs) all right well let's get into our critic ratings yes let's do it all right for critic ratings 17 again received a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb there is no critic rating on rotten tomatoes but one critic gave it one out of five stars (laughs) there is however a 67 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes and this movie received 2.9 out of five stars on letterboxd Hmm, that's not too bad yeah, other than the, the one critic on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> now, for our ratings, we can rate 17 again on a scale of A plus to F minus. A plus meaning this film was so nostalgic to rewatch. To be honest, I'm still in love with Young Grandpa, and this feel good <laughs> movie is so underrated and a lot of fun. F minus meaning the execution of this film's plot is very messy. This was painful to revisit, and I wish I could go back in time to when I hadn't seen this. Based on this rating scale, how would you rate the 2000 film 17 again? I would give it like a B, B minus. I think it was really cute. Um, There's a lot that I liked about it. I thought the acting was great. But yeah, some of the writing is cringe. It's very early 2000s. Yeah, I think if somebody asked to watch this randomly, I would totally watch it. But I don't think it's something I would ever suggest or something that I would go out of my way to look up. But I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad I watched it. It was cute. Yeah. What about you? I agree. I would probably give this more between like a B minus and a C plus. Um, I thought it was really good, but like you said, I can't get over some of the really cringe parts. That being said, I would give Grandpa Jean an A++. Just wanted to put that out there. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I thought that this was a lot of fun to rewatch, and I probably will rewatch this again. So it's probably more towards like B- than C+, but you guys know. Love that. All right, guys. Well, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Chasing Childhood Podcast and on Facebook at Just Chasing Childhood. Follow us to stay up to date on upcoming episodes and announcements. And make sure to give us a rating on whatever listening platform you're using to tune in. We appreciate any and all feedback. And we also accept requests. So if you want us to review a movie, send us a message. Please do. We love hearing about what you guys want to watch or what you guys want us to watch. Yeah, we would love that. And next week, we are going to be rewatching and reviewing the 1998 film Dr. Doolittle, starring the one and only Eddie Murphy. I can't wait. You guys definitely don't want to miss it. Super pumped. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.